I am so thankful for the presence of the Lord in this room. I'm glad that his word is forever settled this morning. I am thankful that he's not just a God of yesterday and yesteryears, but that he is a God of today. Amen? What a powerful setting we're currently in in this very moment. I want to take us directly into the word of the Lord. I will give you some announcements at the end, talk to you a little bit, but I feel like the, the time is right for us just to transition. For the children that's going to class, you can exit at this time. But for those in the sanctuary, I'm going to ask you to turn with me in your Bibles, Luke chapter number 19. Luke chapter number 19. I know you just sit, but if you're able, if you're not able, I understand. But for the custom of this house, we stand for the reading of the word. Luke chapter number 19, beginning in verse number 1. It says, And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was. I want to focus there on those three words. He didn't just want to see him, but he wanted to see Jesus for who he was. And he could not for the press because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus come to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto Zacchaeus, Make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully and when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he has gone to be guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I'll give to the poor, and I have if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation come to this house. For as much as he also is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. For a few moments this morning, I'm going to minister from this thought, where are the climbers? Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. I thank you for your presence in this room. I thank you for those that are joining us by way of technology. And Lord, I pray that they sent your presence coming through the lens of this camera this morning by what we're experiencing in this sanctuary today. Lord, I pray for the next few moments I would speak that which you have birthed in my spirit. Let me not speak my opinion. Father, I pray for a special anointing to deliver that which you have placed in my spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord this morning. Let us never forget the purpose 
of Jesus Christ. Let us remember that he has come to seek and to save all that is lost. Let me remind you that he came not only that we could be saved, but so that we could experience life and life forevermore. We currently find ourselves in a season in which it appears that we are walled in, so to speak, meaning this, that it seems difficult to see beyond right in front of us. Because everywhere we turn, it seems like that there is opposition or that there is an obstacle of some making where we currently are not able to experience or to see that which God wants us to experience. If you could give me a little more monitor or I died up here one. We're not going to fight technology today. We'll do a handheld if we need to. Give me just a moment. There we go. I'm back. All right. We find that it is in a season where we must pause and we must reevaluate. And we have to come to a place where we realize our decisions cannot be made by how we feel or what has been presented to us. But we have to make decisions based on what we know. And can I tell you, there is only one thing that has stood the test of time, and that is the Word of God. It is infallible. It is everlasting. It is life. And this morning, we must make our decisions based upon that knowledge. Solomon reminds us in Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 5 through verse number 8, that we are to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and that we are not to lean into our own understanding, but in all of our ways, we are to acknowledge him. And it says, and he shall, it didn't say he might, it didn't say he could, but it says that he shall direct your past. That means this, as long as you're trusting in him in all of your ways uh, and with all of your heart, uh, he's got a plan and a path laid out that he will direct you to. He says, be not wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil and it shall be health to thy navel and moral to thy bones. Meaning this, if you will trust in the Lord and if you will allow him to direct your path, then there is a place of strength you can walk in, live in, and dwell in continually. Zacchaeus, even though he was a flawed man, even though he was somebody that was not liked by many, he sheds insight for you and I today that come after him. We see in the natural that he was small in stature. We see in the natural that he desired to see a man named Jesus, but he didn't just desire to see the man, he desired to, desired to see who the man was. He, he had heard about this man. He had heard about some of the things that he had done and accomplished. Uh, he had heard about maybe some miracles that had taken place, but he said, I want to know who he really is. I, I, I don't want to hear what people say, but I want to know who his true identity really is. And we find that upon this particular day, on this particular occasion, that we find that it was impossible for him to see that which he desired because of his inability to stand above head and shoulders anyone else. 
he realized that the norm was not going to work for him this particular day. So we find that he says that I'm going to have to do something different. And we find that he was hindered by those that was around him and the obstacles around him. And we see him make a decision. He removed himself from the crowd and he runs ahead. And we find him in what I call a defining moment. And please hear me. Every one of us at particular times in our lives will make our or find ourselves rather in these defining moments. It's about what will you do at this crossroads or at this decision-making moment. And we find that after running ahead, we find in chapter number 19 and verse number four that he made a decision that was not a normal decision. And he made a decision to climb up into a sycamore tree so that he could see him as he passed by. Let me give you just a basic definition of the word climb before we go any further this morning. It means to go up using one's hands and feet to slowly rise by continuous effort. Meaning this, it doesn't just happen. You can get your ladder out and you can stand on the ground in front of it, but you're never going to get up to the next ring of that ladder unless you decide to use continuous effort with your hands and your feet. Uh, can I tell you this morning, uh, I have enough anointing right now, I think I could preach on a ladder, Larry, uh, but can I tell you, uh, we, I, I sense the presence of the Lord in this room. Stay with me. Uh, notice, uh, it was not normal, everyday behavior uh, for a grown man that was rich uh, to be climbing trees. Uh, maybe that's normal in your world. Uh, but I don't think I've seen too many of you hanging out in the top of trees. Uh, but he said, uh, I've got to do something. Uh, and he said, I, I, I want to see him for who he is. Uh, I've heard about him, uh, but what can I do? Uh, so we find Zacchaeus runs and climbs a sycamore tree. Uh, and when he's there, uh, notice uh, Jesus passed by. You know the story. Uh, and as he passed by, he looked up and he simply said, uh, I need to reveal myself to him. Hear me. However, he knew that if he was going to experience something, it was going to have to be different than every other day. He was not seeking the approval of men in that moment. He was simply desiring to see Jesus. I want to ask you a question this morning. What is consuming your life? Are you seeking the approval of your peers? Or are you really, truly desiring to see Jesus? I come today to inform you that the Jesus that Zacchaeus encountered that day is still able to be encountered in our day if we will become willing to climb. I come to encourage someone today, maybe not everybody, but I believe that there is individuals under the sound of my voice this morning that has been desiring a change. But it seems like every time you turn, you're met with another obstacle, another opposition. It seems like you run ahead and it seems like things are about ready to change, but then you find yourself encircled again 
unable to see past the obstacle, the addiction, the circumstance, the disappointment of yesterdays and yesteryears, and the list could go on and on. You can't seem to get past that diagnosis. You can't get past that unexpected thing that happened when you was way back here. But notice with me, uh, the enemy has even told many of you, I believe, uh, that it's never going to change. Maybe even went as far as to say that, why even bother? But I come to tell you that there's a secret in this text. And I believe that it wasn't until he made this decision to climb that he was, began to be positioned to see Jesus. His determination set the stage for his encounter that caused his faith to awaken May I remind you this morning, the word of the Lord tells us that to every man is given a measure of faith. Paul wrote in Romans 12 and 3, he simply said, as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. You have faith inside of you this morning, but the question is, has it been awakened? See, the faith was not awakened until he began to get his eyes on Jesus. I need to tell somebody today, it's simply time to stop running and it's time to start climbing. You may ask, what does that mean? Preacher, stay with me just for a few moments. There is a fresh visitation that is coming to those who make a commitment to climb this morning. I can't reach my destination. You can't reach your destination until we began to make a decision to begin to climb. I've traveled many miles this, this week, but on Friday evening, after a long day, a long week, I climbed onto an airplane and sat down and thought I'm gonna lean my head back and I'm going to rest for a few moments. But then I saw on the seat in front of me in the little seat back, this little brochure that says Delta Airlines, but then off to the side, there was two words that simply said, keep climbing. And I said, here we go. So the tray table came down and the iPad came out and everybody's sleeping around me and me and Jesus at 30,000 feet. See, I was closer to him than you was this week probably. <laughs> Might have had the help of men, but I got there. And I just began. And I began to hear some things begin to drop in my spirit. And I said, Lord, I hope this is you and I'm not just tired. But then I came and I began to pray over it. And I began to just dive into the things that God began to download into my spirit. And can I tell you? As I've sat there in that old airplane, I want you to understand, you can walk through the process. You can board the plane, so to speak. You can get in your seat that is assigned to you, and you can sit there and buckle in. But until somebody begins to use the power that's in the vessel, you will never take flight. 
It is not enough for you and I to go through the process. It's not enough for you and I just to go through the religious motions uh, of our day. But you and I need to understand that, folks, we are not going to experience the abiding presence of God and his Holy Spirit until we actually begin to climb. What does that mean, preacher? Allow me to show you what happens uh, when men began to climb. I began to think on this and dwell on this, and the Lord began to show me some things. Uh, in Genesis chapter number 22, you will pick up a story of a man that most of you are probably familiar with. Uh, his name is Abraham. Uh, Abraham had received a word from God. Uh, he, Abraham said, listen, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Uh, I'm go- I-, I want you to go to a place that I'll show you. Uh, so he began by faith to walk this thing out. Uh, but then there was a visitation from the angel the Lord that simply said, uh, you're going to have, uh, you're going to have some seed after you as well. Uh, And he simply says, uh, how is this going to be? I'm an old man now. Uh, My wife is old. Uh, And he simply says, there's going to be something take place. Uh, You know the story, uh, but there was an angel that came and visited uh, and Sarah stood in the door of her tent and she laughed. Uh, But we know a little bit later, there was the sound of a crying baby boy by the name of Isaac. But then after time had went past, uh, the Lord simply said this, Abraham, uh, I want you to bring uh, your son and offer him to me. Uh, I want you to go to that mountain or that place that I'll show you. Uh, So Abraham takes Isaac. uh, He gets the wood. uh, He gets the fire. uh, He gets his son. uh, He gets his servants. uh, They take a three-day journey. uh, As they take this journey, Isaac says, where is the sacrifice? Notice this. uh, Abraham says uh, the Lord will provide. Uh, After three days journey they looked and they saw a mountain uh, and the Lord says go there. Uh, And he simply turns to those that was with him and said me and the boys going to go uh, but we will come again. Uh, Notice with me uh, there was a defining moment uh, and we find that Abraham had to make a decision. Uh, He could stay where he was uh, or he's going to have to climb that mountain. Uh, Can I tell you uh, in chapter 22 verse number 10, uh, Abraham and Isaac climbed the mountain uh, and fold us. Uh, they're, they've, they've got the wood laid out. They've got everything ready and Abraham stretched forth his hand uh, and he took the knife to slay his son because he had laid him on the altar. Uh, and, he, and all of a sudden uh, and the angel of the Lord called out unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. Uh, and he said, here am I. Uh, he said, do not lay your hand upon the lad, uh, neither do thou any harm to him for now I know uh, that you fear you're gone uh, and that you love me. Uh, But notice verse number 13. uh, And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked uh, and behold, uh, there was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. uh, And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering uh, in the stead of his son. Uh, And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh because why? Uh, Because he had revelation uh, that his God uh, was a God of provision. Uh, Can I tell you this morning, uh, some of you are worried about stuff you shouldn't be worried about uh, because you have yet to climb the mountain. Uh, When you become a climber, uh, you begin to see things differently uh, than you've ever saw them. Uh, Abraham knew God, uh, but he never knew him as Jehovah Jireh. uh, But because he was willing to take uh, a continuous effort uh, with his hands and his feet, uh, and he climbed the mountain, uh, he stood there and he said, listen, uh, I'm seeing 
him like I never saw him before. I'm experiencing him like I've never experienced him before. I heard something that I never heard before. He had never heard that ram in the thicket, but all of a sudden, there was a provision that was made because somebody was willing to climb. Where is the climbers this morning? I gotta tell you this morning that there's a provision that's coming to the people of God if we will just climb a little longer. We find it doesn't stop there. There's another man by the name of Moses. Uh, Moses, uh, he's experiencing uh, something that man has never experienced on this level. Uh, You know the story of Moses. Uh, He's on the backside of the desert. Uh, There's a burning bush. Uh, All of a sudden, he hears a voice. Uh, He turns to see what's going on with the bush. Uh, It wasn't uncommon for a bush to be burning, uh, but this was different. Uh, It was not been consumed. Uh, All of a sudden, uh, he hears the word, uh, take your shoes off Moses uh, you're on holy ground uh, and because of that uh, we find uh, that there was an anointing uh, that begins to be present uh, all of a sudden things begin to change uh, and he says I need you to go stand before Pharaoh uh, tell him to let my people go uh, we find uh, he begins to walk in obedience uh, but this is something unique uh, we find deliverance comes uh, we find that a Red Sea parts uh, we see the provision of God is there But all of a sudden, time you get to Exodus chapter 24, we find that there's a mountain and the Lord says, Moses, come up hither. He wasn't just going to come get him. He said, you're going to have to climb this thing. I'm going to preach while you sit there this morning. That's all right. Because can I tell you, when you get to chapter 24, verse number 15, it says, Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain and the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount. Sinai uh, and the cloud covered it six days uh, but on the seventh day uh, can I tell you something changed Uh, on the seventh day uh, he called unto Moses uh, out of the midst of the cloud uh, and in the sight of the glory the Lord was like a devouring fire uh, on top of the mountain uh, and Moses went into the midst of it uh, and he experienced the glory of God Uh, can I tell you uh, the enemy tells you not to put any effort in to it. The enemy says just go to church. The enemy says don't read your Bible. The enemy says don't pray. The enemy says there's no reason to fast. There's no reason. He don't need to climb. You don't need to pursue. Because why? He knows if you get up into the mountain that there's a cloud that hovers there. And when there's a hovering of the cloud, there is always an invitation for the man of God or the woman of God. Can I tell you, you're about to step into a place because of the invitation of the glory of God. Oh, stay with me this morning. If the Lord's help, it's going to get gooder and gooder and gooder. Can I tell you, uh, not only is he a God of provision, uh, not only is he a God of the glory, uh, but I began to find something that was very interesting to me. Uh, I began to realize this morning uh, that these are just two examples uh, of what happens uh, when somebody becomes willing to climb. Uh, Can I tell you, you're serving a God that does not change. Uh, The God that was provisioned for Abraham uh, is the God of your provision. Uh, The God that released the glory to Moses 
is the same God that brings the glory to you. But it does not stop there. There is one more example I want to give you this morning. I'm sweating this morning. Lord, help me, Jesus. Can I tell you, I'm preaching fast, so you got to listen fast. There was one more thing that I found in Scripture, and this is where I think I need to land for a few moments this morning. I have good news that this thing isn't going to end like you think it's going to end. First Samuel, chapter number 14. I got to share this with you. There's a man by the name of Saul. For the sake of time, I'm not going to read all the verses I gave you, but we're going to jump through them real quick. He has a son by the name of Jonathan. Jonathan has an armor bearer. He calls his armor bearer and he says, come and let us go over to the Philistines garrison. He said, I know that daddy, can I paraphrase this this morning? You can fact check me a little bit later because I don't want to read, I want to preach. Can I tell you this morning? He said, I know daddy's got 600 men over there and I know that there's the Lord's priestess over there under the ephod. But I got this stirring. Jonathan says, I, I, there's, I, I can't sit here idle waiting when I know some things. He said, I don't know everything, but I do know some things. And this is one of the things I know. I know that God is not limited by the number. He said, I, I know he can move with hundreds, but I also know that he can move with one. And he said, I also know that when there is a couple together, that it's always there. So he looks at his armor bearer and said, let us go over to the Philistines' garrison. Now, when you read through this, you'll find that his armor bearer turns to him and says, Jonathan, whatever's in your heart to do, you do it. Because I got you. I'm with you all the way through this thing. So they go over, but you got to understand where they was at, strategically located. On the one side is a sharp mountain. On the other side is another sharp mountain. You can read all this. And they're pointed in different directions, so it creates like a hole. He said, listen, we're going to go down. We're going to reveal ourselves to the Philistines. And if God is for us, if God is going to deliver them to us, they are going to extend an invitation for us to come up to them. That will be a notification that God's going to do something special. But he said, if they don't invite us up, we ain't doing nothing. So they climb over to this place. They come out of this little, in between these two rocks. The Philistines say this, all the Hebrews have decided to come out of the hole in which they're in. Why don't you come up here so we can show you a thing? Oh, be careful what you ask for, devil. Come up here, we want to show you a thing. Jonathan looks over and says, we got this today. The Lord is on our side. So he says, listen, when you look in this story, notice what happens. Both of them, as they had discovered them, Jonathan looks over and he says, the Lord hath delivered them into the hand of Israel. In verse number 12, but then it gets good. 
Verse number 13. And Jonathan climbed upon his hands and upon his feet and his armor bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan and his armor bearer slew with him. Now, notice what happens. And at that first slaughter, which Jonathan and his armor bearer made, there was about 20 men within about a half acre of land. They came in and they began to clear the land. I wish I had time to preach that right now. But listen, two men in tune with God that was willing to climb was not only experiencing the provision of God, not only was they getting ready to walk and experience the glory of God and the anointing of God, but they began to experience something totally different. They began to experience the effects. Because notice what happens. And there in verse number 15, and there was trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people, in the garrison, and the spoilers, they also trembled, and the earthquake. So it was a very great trembling. Let me give you a definition. Tremble. To shake involuntarily with quick, short movements. As from fear, excitement, or weakness. It means to be troubled with fear or apprehension. I need someone to hear the word of the Lord today. When Jonathan began to climb, the Lord began to go before him, and there began to be a trembling. 33,000 feet in the air, Friday night, in my spirit, I began to hear the word of the Lord say, commission them to climb. I'm going to tell you something this morning. We're in a place right now where there is not only going to be the provision of God if you climb, not only is there going to be the glory of God when you climb, but I heard the Lord in my spirit, and you can do what you want to with this, but there is a trembling that has began. I heard the Lord say very clearly in my spirit, and I want to declare to you today that there is a trembling that is beginning to happen in the field. I listen, I, I could expound on this today. There is many different types of fields. Uh, there is a harvest field. Yes, there is. Uh, there is different fields of business. Uh, there is different fields of profession. Uh, but God, I got to tell you something this morning uh, that there is yet, there is beginning, uh, and I know this isn't profound uh, if, you, if, you're, if you're in tune with the Lord, uh, but very vividly in my spirit, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, as I shared with you last Sunday, uh, is that there is a trembling uh, that is taking place in the political hierarchy of the nations of this land uh, and there is about to be uh, some things happen uh, that we have never saw before. Uh, can I tell you this morning uh, I declare to you uh, that in the fields uh, that there is a trembling uh, and there is also a trembling that's about to take place among people. Uh, there are certain specific groups of people uh, that have thought that they was untouchable uh, that they thought they had it all together uh, that they said we've got this thing uh, 
figured out. Uh, but I come to tell you uh, that if the church will begin to climb, uh, that there is some people groups that's about to tremble. Uh, listen, uh, I know there's a trembling of revival in certain areas, uh, but there is also a trembling amongst the evil hearts of men. Uh, and I gotta tell you uh, that you're about to see an acceleration uh, of the hearts of men that's falling. Uh, you're going to see governments topple uh, within minutes, not hours. Uh, you're getting ready to see unexpected invasion uh, that comes to corporations uh, because uh, of the simple fact uh, that nobody knows their name, uh, but there's some Debras. Uh, there's some things uh, that's been happening in the secret place uh, of the Most High God. Uh, and there's some things that's about to come tumbling down uh, because uh, of somebody's been climbing. You hear me this morning? There is, there is an overcoming spirit of fear and apprehension that's getting ready to come and rest upon the spoilers. You hear me this morning? There are those that have been working methodically behind the veil, so to speak, to accomplish certain things. And it appears like the enemy has been winning. And it appears like they have been making inroads. But that which the enemy meant for evil, God is about to turn for the good of his people. Listen, understand this. I'm not saying everything's going to be rosy. No, 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 no. What I'm telling you is this. Gross darkness is going to intensify. There is going to be a very clear divide of good and evil. Uh, there is about to be destruction on a norm that we have never seen uh, in modern history. Uh, listen, I believe the earth is about to quake. I, I don't have revelation of how it's actually going to be. But I do know this, uh, that the earth is about to be shaken and shattered uh, in some areas uh, like we have never known. I don't know if it's warfare. Uh, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but can I tell you, uh, there is an alignment of nations uh, in the Middle East right now, uh, and there is alliances that's been made, uh, and it has to come to fruition at certain times, I understand, for prophetic fulfillment. Uh, but can I tell you, uh, there's some men that's trying to do some things prematurely. Uh, the Antichrist always tries to put things in place uh, before it's time. Uh, and there's some things that they're trying to fabricate that is not yet time yet, says the Lord. Uh, but he says that which they're trying to do is about to come crumbling down uh, and there is a trembling that's going to come uh, because of somebody that's been climbing. Uh, oh, I feel the Lord this morning. Uh, I gotta tell you this morning, uh, this thing's not ending like you think it's ending. Uh, listen, all I need, I don't need everybody. Uh, I just need Jonathan and his armor bearer. Uh, the rest of you can sit there if you want to, uh, but I just need Jonathan to say, you know what? Uh, I'm not waiting any longer because I know uh, in whom I believe. Uh, I gotta tell somebody this morning. Uh, we've been waiting for this big thing to happen. Uh, I just need somebody to climb this morning uh, because uh, there is still uh, the power of God. Please hear me. In the midst of all of the things that's about to transition for the climbers, I want to talk to the climbers for a moment. The Lord simply says to you, do not fear, for I am with you. Don't let your eyes deceive you. Don't let your hearts fail you. Know this, I'm still God. 
But I realize this this morning. They want to come to the music. I realize that there's some things impossible in our lives. I realize this morning that there's some difficulties. There's some hurts. There's some pain. There's some uncertainty in all of our lives. I see you too, buddy. And I'll get me a hug in a minute. Because I ain't seen you since Tuesday. I need somebody to hear that that thing, whatever it is, I'm not making light of it. I'm not disregarding it because I understand it brought real hurt to you, brought real pain to you, it brought real obstacles to you, brought real, real difficulty to you. So I'm not discarding that, but I'm telling you, you've got to make a decision today. You can let it define you and keep you in the crowd, so to speak, and never really see who Jesus is. Or you can make a decision. And you can be like Zacchaeus. I didn't forget where I started. And you could say, you know what? I got to know for myself. And he ran ahead and he climbed a sycamore tree. And when the Lord saw that he climbed, he said, I have to dwell at your house today. Now notice what happened. Zacchaeus climbed down from that thing. It says he received the Lord with joy. And immediately in that moment, he experienced and he saw who he was. He didn't see him as a teacher. He didn't see him as a miracle worker. He saw him as the son of God. Because when he saw him, he said this. He said, I'm going to restore to every man that I've wronged. And if I've wronged any man, I'm going to give him four times what it was. He said, listen, the moment that he saw him, he realized who he was and he realized what he was in need of. And he said, you know what? Oh, this is all I need. All of the riches that I have has, has lost its hold because I just saw him for who he was. Can I tell you right now, it may be difficult. It may be challenging. But it's worth the climb. Because when you climb and you see who he is, you don't see cancer, you see the healer of cancer. You don't see heart disease, you see the healer of heart disease. You don't see the brokenness and the disappointment, but you began to see the one that took that molded vessel off the potter's wheel and began to mold it and make it into something new. You began to see him in all of his glory. Where's the climbers? Can I tell you, there's people all over this globe that's beginning to make the decision to climb. And while I'm not making light of 
your issue, I'm going to tell you something. Our issues pale in comparison to many of theirs. In just a few weeks, I'm going to be standing amongst young men and women in the nation of Armenia in schools of ministry that has been equipped to go. They're climbing over every fear, over every anxiety, and they're going back into their native homeland, and they're probably going to end up in a hard labor camp or dead within 18 to 24 months of their life. But they say we're going to climb because we saw him. You hear me this morning. Look around us today. Our nation's in trouble. Our metropolitan areas are in trouble. But our own hometown is in trouble. And if that's not close enough, your family's in trouble. My family's in trouble. I have family members that's lost away from God. They're in trouble. Oh, they're in trouble. I have some sleepless nights because of them. It's not because I'm angry with them, but because I love them. And I don't want them to die lost. They need a miracle. They need the provision of God. They need to experience the glory of God. And all of them in a place of danger today. And that danger is getting ready to intensify as this nation is getting ready to shake as it's never shook before. But if I can find a Jonathan, and if I can find an armor bearer that's willing to climb those sharp, ragged edges of those rocks in faith, saying God has delivered them to Israel. I stand here this morning, Brother John, to tell you that we can experience the driving back of darkness and we can experience the wind of revival and awakening that will save our families and deliver our city. And that which the enemy says, I've won, we will go and remove his stake and we once again will firmly plant the blood-stained banner of Calvary and say, not today, not on our watch, but you're going to have to be willing to climb. It may mean you get some scars and some blisters. It may mean you have some skin knees. It may mean you have to go back to the woods and build an altar like my daddy, and you may have to find the place where you stay there so long that your knee plants are in the ground. Oh, but you got to climb. You see, I've been a lot of places, seen a lot of faces. But he's always proven that through it all. This morning, can I tell somebody Maybe just one of you. Maybe you even had that fleeting thought come through your mind this week. I think I'm just going to quit. Cause I, can, I, can I just talk to you for a moment? Maybe nobody else, just you. If you hear nothing else that I've said this morning, hear this. Keep climbing.
Just keep climbing. As we stand all over the house this morning. I don't do this often, but I'm going to ask that we just stand very still and very reverent this morning. And I'm going to ask you just to, if you would, indulge me, just to bow your head and close your eyes just for a moment. And saints of God, I'm going to ask you just begin to pray as you're standing there. Because I feel like this is a defining moment. I don't know if they're in this room or if they're joining us by way of live stream today, but this is a defining moment for some people today. You're going to have to make some decisions. The nations of the world is getting ready to change. The behavior of men is getting ready to change. There's some, there's some trembling that's taking place and getting ready to intensify in many areas. But I'm not focused on that right now. I'm focused on you as individuals. And I want to I want to talk to you today. Can you say this morning first of all without hesitation it is well with my soul. Without hesitation this morning can you say I have surrendered my life. I have asked him to be lord of my life. I've asked him to wash away my sins. I've asked him to make me new. If you have never done that in your life, or if you have done that and then you walked away and you know that you was not where God wanted you to be at this moment, I'm telling you today that it's time for you to climb. It's time for you to climb because he says come unto me and I'll give you rest he says my yoke is easy my burden is light he says if you'll come to me I'll take everything that you carry and I'll carry it for you so maybe you never accepted him as Lord and Savior I'm talking to you this morning and in just a moment I'm going to give you the invitation to come when others come as well but if that's you this morning with nobody looking around and you say, you know, today I'd like to dedicate my life to the Lord. I hear what you're saying. I'm going to ask you just to lift your hand and put it right back down. Is there anybody in this house this morning? Anybody in this room? You'd say, I'd like to surrender my life. If there's somebody on live stream with us this morning, if that's you, I don't ever do this, but I'm going to ask you, if you're on live stream this morning, you're watching us, I want you in that comment section just to say, it's me. Will you pray for me? And if they do that, I want you guys to acknowledge that this morning, and we're going to pray with them in just a moment. But today, those of you under the sound of my voice in this room, you'd say, preacher, I'm weary. I've surrendered my life to the Lord, but I'm weary. 
all these things have been crashing down and I know that there's callings and giftings in my life but it seems like I'm not operating in them I'm not advancing in them because all of this other stuff but but I hear you today and I know I need to be climbing if there's any of you in this room that feel in that manner I want you to lift your hands and put it right back down this morning God bless you God bless you all over this room God bless you this morning today here's what I've come to understand one of the biggest mountains that men and women can climb is in situations like this in settings like this have to climb over all of the what ifs in your mind we're all on level ground here hear me this morning but the enemy says, oh, not today. Oh, they'll think this of you or they think that of you or they do this, that. Listen, no, 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 no. We dispel all of that today. And this morning, one of the most important climbs you'll ever make in your life is the climb of surrender and saying, God, I yield myself completely to you and to your service. So if you lifted your hand this morning, In just a moment, I'm going to ask you to come. But also, if you're under the sound of my voice today and there's a, there's a physical, an emotional, mental ailment that is really keeping you in bondage, it's really taking your joy, taking your peace, I'm going to ask you when they come to join them and walk with them come to the front of this building we're going to pray together this morning so right now without delay you'd say I'm going to climb I'm going to climb over that thing in my life I'm going to climb over that uncertainty I'm going to be a climber without delay right now I want you to come to the front of this building I want you to come I want you to come they began to minister in song this morning. We're going to pray. Your God is not limited this morning. He is more than able. He is willing. Now that those have come, saints of God, men and women of God, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you to do something with me. I'm going to ask you to come stand behind them and pray with them. I ask you to help me this morning. As we just minister in song, I want us just to pray. I want us to lift each other up this morning. Lift up your sister. Lift up your brother. And stay kneel and pray and say, God, help me to be the climber that you're calling me to be. Can you do that this morning? God bless you this morning. Let us just pray. Hey everyone, uh, Cameron here from PTC Ministries. I'm so glad that you could join us today uh, for the message here. Uh, I hope the message touched you uh, in a personal way and that you could take that and mold that and move it and let it move you in your life. And as you can continue your walk with Christ, continue your walk with us as well. Follow us, uh, click in the link below in the description there. Follow us on all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, I feel like a YouTuber here, but don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel to uh, stay connected with us. Um, and thank you for joining us.